Alright, hey everybody, we are actually Well, I've been the sitting eye. here on oh. this dock by the bay oh, Watching my blue oh, skies turn to gray it is, uh, Didn't know if I should run or stay So I pulled up Mike's weather page Cause Mike's weather page You know he's got the news to keep yeah, you safe Mike's weather page is only a click or two away. Well, I admit that I had one or a few, because I was down and I was feeling blue. But then I clicked on Mike's fan page. I saw all my friends, now I'm okay. It's Mike's weather page. You know he's got the news to keep you safe. Mike's weather page is only a click or two away. We all know Mike's a real fun guy. He'll track the storms as they blow by. But when the drunk donkey comes out to play, Miss Julie take his phone away. Cause Mike's weather page, you know it's got the news to keep you safe. Mike's weather page is only a click or two away. Not sure what the gusts are, but well, there's Louie and her Definitely, uh, No telling what they're going to do. I, I think we're no going to get more than a million fans. Yeah, 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 because now Mike's weather page, you know it's got the news to keep you And what's up everybody? Good morning. There's my headlight. <laughs> that was down at the keys. Oh, many moons ago, two years ago. What's up? Good morning. Hey, I gotta fix my camera. I was uh, streaming with Dennis last night. So yeah, hey, what's cooking everybody? It's Friday. T-G-I-F. It's storming here in Oldsmar. My goodness. Let's pull up the radar while we chit chat real quick. Um, there you go. Check it out. We got a severe thunderstorm warning just south of I-4 now on the yellow box. Stormy morning. Holy cow, man. Who woke up to rain and storms? Last night when I went to bed, I posted, um, you can see it incoming down at the Keys. I told everybody it would be Louie. We're, we're going to split the days. Yesterday was Hunter's day, buddy. Today is your day. Ooh, I hear, oh, I hear myself talking. What's up with that? <laughs> Sorry about that. Man, it's Friday. Man, we survived. This is the first time we've done a week of uh, Daily Brews since like last November. Um, yeah, we're back to every day. Monday through Friday. So, hey, what's up? We got uh, romper room time. Hope everybody got to watch uh, me and Dennis. It was great uh, last night. Oh, Peggy, thank you. Yeah, I shared it. Uh, here it is. So... Dennis had a really good um, uh, live. We were on about 35, 45 minutes, man. He, he really uh, had a great show. So if you could, go watch it. Dennis is a good friend of mine. Dennis Phillips here in Tampa Bay. And I was lucky enough to be on his show yesterday um, talking stuff, man. It was pretty cool. It was great. We had a lot of people watching. Um, what's up, Shelly Ross? How's it going over there? What's up, Loretta Reed? What's up, Kenneth James? What's up, Linda Lugo? Heather Johnston? What's up, Bill on YouTube? Mike Soul, Richard Reamer. Yo, hell, hey, I got your text, buddy. Go lightning. <laughs> what's up, John Ferguson? You're sending us all this tropical juice, aren't you? Jennifer, what's up in Port Ritchie? Got a lot of people, man. Appreciate you tuning in. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's a current uh, above me right here. Above me, Louie's looking at it. That is a current current uh, infrared satellite right now going on through the state. We're getting getting our rain right now finally in Oldsmar. I just put up a video on uh, Twitter on my drone. I'm gonna see if I got anybody wanting to use it. I had I might have to respond. Sometimes I get notices from news agencies that want to share it. Uh, so I just posted a shelf cloud. 
Um, right here, I can pull it up right here. Look at this. This was uh, I just took this a couple minutes ago. This is from the uh, from the cam. This is our Mike's Weather page drone. And I just took this like 10 minutes ago. This is our shelf cloud. This is looking south into Tampa Bay. And it was pretty good looking. I mean, you know, it wasn't the, the most uh, amazing shelf cloud. But, you know, coming up from the south is kind of rare because normally these come across, you know, across the state, east to west, west to east. You usually don't see them coming up from the south. So I just took that. So there you go. That was the infamous Mike Twitter page shelf cloud of 20. 22 what year are we in now <laughs> getting older all right so this is all right so let's say hey a couple more people and then we'll get rolling here in the tropics not a lot of going on in the tropics um good morning there anna begs weather fam we are a big weather fam no doubt about it my, my camera looks a little too zoomed in today oh well worry about it tomorrow monday what's up bill howdy we got the Rays back on today. I'm excited about that. They were off yesterday. So we'll watch the old Rays. They canceled uh, Misha Reed on by that. Rosie Crump, good morning. So this is my boy, Louie. He's so good. Aren't you, buddy? I love you. <laughs> All right. Tropical soup. That's what we call it on the uh, Drew Garabo show. Tropical juice. Um... Believe it or not, you know, we showed a lot of this the last few days. This was all tropical juice tied into our um, tropical wave. We'll get into that. So, Paradito per, per, Key. What's up, Newburn, Mary? Talked a lot about Newburn back in the uh, Florence days. Holy cow, you all got so much flooding up there. It was uh, terrible. Terrible. All right, so hey, it is Friday, man, and most of y'all are celebrating. Don't forget, Daily Brew brought to you by ABC Fine Wine and Spirits here in the great state of FLA. I love typing it FLA. It used to be three digits, so I'm a rebel. I do not go FL. If you ever wondered why I always do FLA, because I'm, I'm holding on to history. <laughs> but a uh, big shout out to ABC for supporting us here and everything we do, and uh, got a lot of great supporters. They're obviously... Uh, one of our biggest and uh, definitely longest running supporters of MWP, and we really appreciate it. So on your way home tonight, make sure you stop by your local ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. Uh, but anyway, let's take a look at what's cooking. All right, so tropical juice, no tropical action. Let's just jump right into it. This is, like I said, oh, man, we're getting some good thunder now. Just shook the back window. Um, like I said, Nothing I do is official. We talk a lot about long-range modeling. Um, we talked a lot about that GFS model. Uh, this is your number one place to do when you roll out of bed in the morning. Uh, first thing you do, roll out of bed in the morning. Go to Mike's Weather page. There's the link to the National Hurricane Center. And if you don't see a, a yellow crayon, that usually means the next five days you're good to go. So there you go. No tropical development expected in the next five days. So how about that? So we did have a tropical wave. Our first of the season came all the way across the Atlantic. And the old GFS was showing low pressure forming off the coast of the Yucatan. And it had a bunch of scenarios that were freaking the weather world out. And I was a little bit falling into the trap because the GFS has been the top performing model the last several years and we were within 10 days and at one point we were within seven days so you had to report it but obviously you look at all the models and thus spaghetti models you look at all the models and it ended up being wrong and uh, we're not gonna have that big bad golf hurricane um, because Basically, this is what happened. We had a huge high pressure system that the Euro predicted to be correct, and it kept our wave tricking west. And now we got this Central American gyre because our tropical wave is adding juice, and they're under some big time flooding worries through like Monday of next week. So, Central America feeling our tropical wave, and uh, the Euro 
got the high pressure correct. Now, my buddy Dennis Phillips years ago told me this, and I believe him. The, the Euro does a lot better job on middle atmosphere, high pressure, low pressure predictions. Um, so it was right. Um, and sometimes these fronts, you know, uh, the GFS was predicting a front coming down. You know, these fronts get weaker and weaker and weaker as the season goes on. And the front did not indeed be as strong as the GFS thought. The other thing is this. And I'm going to show you. But we have two things that would have really prevented any sort of development. We had a lot of shear showing up in the middle golf. And it was kind of odd that GFS was showing a developing system under a, a bunch of westerly shear midweek. And we also have African dust that is coming in, coming that would have really affected any short-term development. So <clears throat> you could almost theorize why the GFS was wrong, uh, because even if it tried to develop, it would have been choked out with this African dust and um, um, fast-moving wind shear from above. So anyway, how about that? So GFS was wrong. Here. We got Shelly's, uh, she sent me this last year. All right, so GFS, first prediction of the season. <laughs> I don't know where my King, King toys went. I think Sarah must have took them. I had another cool little sound effect thing. So anyway, all right, so that's what we got there. That's why the storm didn't develop. Makes sense, right? Wheat goes west, Central American gyre. Juicing things up down the Caribbean. Uh, you can kind of get an idea looking at this map here. Just all this big old mess here is uh, part of that wave. Now, what we're getting here in Florida, we talked a lot about yesterday. It definitely indeed happened when you go to the tropical um, water precipitable map. Well, we can look at this one. Not sure we looked at this one yet this season. We can take a look at it. This might go back in time enough that we can see it. Um, let's zoom in. So here's your water precipitable map. We'll just leave this up for a minute. I love saying that word. Precipitable. 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 Everybody say precipitable. <laughs> this is awesome. All right. So let me draw and then we'll look. Um, basically, what we're doing is looking uh, right here. You can see our wave, but all this juice up here blew apart from our tropical wave. And um, that's what we're getting in Florida. It's fascinating, right? Uh, watch that orange and the yellow. That is tropical moisture in the air. That's precipitable water. And uh, it started incoming in the Keys late last night. And uh, it's going through the state of Florida right now. And it's uh, you can see it. It's going to uh, juice up the peninsula. Now, this, this is going to actually reach the upper panhandle tomorrow. And some of the upper golf, unfortunately, through the weekend, there's, there's an incoming frontal line that we... The GFS showed it's just not as strong as it thought it was, but all this is going to add to rain over the weekend, unfortunately, for the upper Gulf Coast. Uh, but that's pretty fascinating, right? The core of our um, juice is still down here in Central America, but look at that little piece. It broke off and went north, and that's what we're feeling right now. It's kind of neat, right? I think it's I think it's really neat. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at weather nerds and take a look. It's really cool to see. I know we got a lot of people in Florida. This has really been fascinating to me to watch unfold. Our tropical juice, uh, weathernerds.org. We'll take a look at this. I'm going to sip some coffee. My eyes are getting better a little bit. Hey, Amy, I see some stars. Appreciate the stars, everybody. Um, I got a new toy. <laughs> Did anybody catch the surge joke yesterday? Uh, we uh, we saw the NH or, uh, National Weather Service Miami use the word surge. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was our word of the day. Wednesday, tropical surge coming up to Florida. <laughs> hey, Eric, we're weather nerds. That's right, weathernerds.org. So there you go, a little bit of lightning offshore. There's a bunch of lightning. It kind of fizzled out a little bit. Cool air kind of choked it off a little bit. Uh, but we had a couple thousand lightning strikes within um, a couple, about an hour. We had a cell going through middle part of the state here, and we had a cell off the coast of uh, Pinellas and Manatee counties. That uh, several thousand strikes, and I had people chiming in from down to South Florida overnight that said the lightning show was intense off the coast of Naples and Fort Myers before day daybreak. Um, so that's pretty fascinating, right? I think it's really fascinating. Let me make sure Twitter nobody reached out yet, real quick. Sometimes the weather people 
want to use it. He might hear Hunter snoring. I had people ask me why they didn't hear Hunter snoring during our live with Dennis. Um, because Julie was home and the dogs were on the couch. <laughs> when I do my live, they're laying over here on the bed snoring. Virgin Islands. Hey, Karen. Uh, let's take a look. I don't think you're getting much. There is another new tropical wave coming. Um, let's look at the surface charts real quick. And then we're going to talk about future radar. Um, there is a little tropical wave here for you, possibly. Look at this little guy right here. This little guy might make it. May, maybe some of this will be attached and give you a little bit here in a few days. Um, we do have a tropical wave, though. Our second of the season. Second tropical wave of the season. Here we go. There, there it is. Technically, all right. So technically, our first tropical wave is still around. Here's our second wave. That's the one I just showed in the Middle Atlantic. So you know, sometimes you watch these uh, tropical waves. Sometimes they give you the energy, the lowering of pressures. You know, that help kickstart the tropics. Uh, but nothing's really showing up long range right now as far as any spots to watch. But this could bring you some juice in a couple of days. Good tropical tidbits. This is a very all over the place very very dynamic chat i don't i kind of go all over the place <laughs> and you can hear the dogs really snoring um i don't know if that's going to reach here or not down in the virgin islands this this way is passing too far south so you might get a little bit of lingering rains around that high pressure but nothing organized uh the next few days at least so it doesn't look like a lot of rain for you this is the GFS, by the way, and look, it's not really showing anything. Um, tropics are quiet if you're just tuning in. Uh, hey, Robin, has there ever been a major hurricane in Tampa? Well, no, I don't. Not that I know. We had um, a couple couple hurricanes that were in May and June. I don't think they were major hurricanes though. There's really not a lot of ocean heat content right now. Holy cow! I did see. Uh, that article shared a ton yesterday. People really got worked up about it. I'm afraid there's a little bit of clickbait in it. It was the one talking about the loop current for the Gulf and comparing it to Hurricane Katrina. I don't know, man. So, you know, the water is hot. The Gulf's hot. We do have loop currents. We talked a lot about that yesterday. But, man, you know, there's so many other factors with hurricanes that it really got people scared yesterday when they saw that report talking about you know how the Gulf of Mexico might um, produce another Hurricane Katrina. Um, little, little bit of irresponsible, in my, in my opinion. Um, so the loop currents are a big deal. See this map right here. Actually, let's go. Let me look up my slides. Let's see if I can find my Google slides. I want to find one. I'm excited about making a new one for the um, my trip coming up to. Let's see, Google Slides. Let's see, go to Slides. Hang on a second. I need to get a third monitor. All right, so we're going to go to my weather page. And now we're going to pull up Mike's weather page. And now we're going to publish to the web. I'm going to get my link. Here's my link. There's my link. Open up the link. Minimize my window. Pull my link over. And now we will go to my ocean heat content page. which is, I got a tremendous amount of pages here. Where's ocean heat content? Right here, okay, great slide, okay. Okay. So I'm not sure you saw the article yesterday. Um, it was shared all around about the loop currents and uh, comparing the Gulf of Mexico really heating up. So yes, the Gulf of Mexico is heating up. Um, but, you know, holy cow, there's so many other factors with storms. Um, the loop current is not the only thing that influences hurricanes. So, uh, hot water, yes. Um, I always use this example uh, with, uh, I don't even know if it's on this one. I got a lot of these turned off. Man, it's such a cool thing. Shelly says a lot of people want me to do this presentation uh, I don't have it on this one 
Hurricane Florence, anyways, I got a slide on Hurricane Florence. Hurricane Florence ended up being a um, major hurricane out in the open Atlantic. The water temperatures were like 77, 78 degrees. There was pretty decent wind shear around Hurricane Florence. And it was surrounded by a bunch of dust, but yet it still uh, formed into a Category 4 hurricane in the upper Atlantic. So sometimes hurricanes don't play by the rules and you know last season if you remember i tweeted this yesterday last season everybody was primed thinking that the october was going to be a you know the worst october in hurricane history and as soon as we had ida it seemed like everything just stopped you know and a uh, lot of factors a lot of wind shear uh, bermuda high broke down i mean uh, you know every time you th you think the conditions are there guess what mother nature fools you so uh, that was that article, you know, really got people worked up. But anyway, let's talk about the loop currents um, and stuff. So there's there's two phenomenons. One is uh, SST, that's sea surface temperature. The other one's OHC, ocean heat content. So yeah, okay. So sea surface temperatures are are warm, right? Um, you can start to see it in March. You start to see a little bit of this loop current, and you start to see it, uh, you know, increase throughout the year. Um, the ocean heat content in March, the more colors basically is how hot the water is below the surface. We talk about that a lot. Um, but during peak season, um, we start to get more ocean heat content. Uh, sea surface temperatures kind of look the same. It's not really what goes on above the surface is what I'm getting at with this slide. It's what happens below the surface. So when you have a deep ocean heat content, um, you have more fuel for storms to pull energy. So yeah. You know, uh, this was Irma, by the way. Irma was uh, feeding off these warm ocean heat content, uh, little pools of water. And, uh, you know, Andrew didn't have as much ocean heat content as some other storms. Uh, so, it, again, it's not, it's not everything. Just bottom line, there's a lot more factors that go into just because you have hot water doesn't mean you're going to get a Katrina. That's what I'm getting at. I didn't like that. But what is kind of happening is that, you know, this is fascinating to me. The loop currents right now are definitely going deeper into the Gulf of Mexico. This is your Gulf Stream. And I think maybe typically they've done that over the years and they're pushing a little bit more up into the Gulf. So, the, you know, the bottom line of that article does make sense that eventually this is going to break off. Now, last year we watched this and it never broke off. We, every day we were watching it. We, we joked about it like a newborn baby. We're like, is it ever going to break the umbilical cord? Umbilical. <laughs> I, I butchered one word a day. I already had my uh, precipitable water. So umbilical cord. <laughs> now I went to college. I did, I swear. Um, eventually these things uh, break off and they become their own independent little loop eddies uh last year ida ran up this loop current all the way up to louisiana um it's just fascinating this is the the heat down in the ocean ocean and how hot the water is below the surface uh so the article was just about um this loop current breaking off and when they do break off they tend to drift around remember harvey had one over here they think uh katrina had one michael had one this thing breaks off you know it'll drift somewhere and then this current will start over again. It's like a meandering river. Fascinating. All right. So let's look at some long... Sir, uh, here you go. There's more on the Central American gyre that's happening right now. Um, this is our tropical wave. There's your Central American gyre. We'll leave that up for now. Then we'll see what you guys are saying. I, um, a local weatherman in the area is calling me crazy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, no Nino. Hey, Jamie, great question. We can get into that. Definitely. What's up, Ian Campbell? D.D. Lee, how's it going? Um, wish I could say hi to everybody. I don't mean to be that way. Mark Hall, appreciate it. Um, Jamie asked a great question about La Nina. La Nina definitely is another uh, very deceiving thing. Uh, now, I probably have been guilty. Me and Dennis talked about this. I'm sure I was that guy that posted the, the GFS run to get likes and clicks because it, it got me excited. Again, La Nina does not guarantee anything. Uh, over, over time, La Nina 
La Nina years have produced more storms. So when they say La Nina is going to increase hurricane activity uh, this season, it's because um, <laughs> it's because uh, over history, La Nina years have more storms. Okay. The interesting thing to note, though. Okay, so there's a little zone out here in the Pacific. I don't know really what they call it, something 3.0 or something. I don't know. I got to get more scientific than that. But there's a region in the Pacific that they measure the water temperatures. And Enzo is basically the monitoring of La Nina and El Nino. This area in the Pacific I just boxed, the cooler this is, the more likelihood of La Nina in the Atlantic. Cooler means more storms. So the waters out here have been increasing. Uh, the, every month they monitor it. So the, the likelihood of La Nina lasting for this season is very uh, high now that it's going to continue through the peak season months because this water is getting cooler, um, which means that. When you have cooler, drier air here, you have less wind shear and trade winds over the Atlantic. Now, 2004. All right, so these numbers, these numbers in blue are below normal numbers in this Pacific region. Okay, so when it's, it's a degree cooler than normal, that is when we start to see them talk about La Nina. So when the Pacific's cooler, you, you have the, 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 the blue is that much degrees below the Celsius mean. Uh, neutral is the darker color, like black. And red is temperatures above the mean, which mean we technically could be going into uh, El Nino, which means less hurricanes. So anyway, 2004, I thought was very interesting. Uh, we were technically... In the peak months, we were in red, which means this region was warmer than average, which means we should have been in a El Nino, meaning fewer hurricanes. But we all know 2004 was very active, so it didn't really mean anything. We still had Charlie, Gene, Francis, uh, you know, um, all that. Whoa, so here we go. I can't close my box there. All right. So another, another year, um, 2018, October 2018. What storm was in 2018? It's the name of a weather page. <laughs> but anyway, Michael was in a 0.9 degree above normal Pacific Enzo stage, meaning that we technically weren't in a strong La Nina, but we still had Michael. But Michael was homegrown. So I think my personal opinion is homegrown storms have been more the theme lately than these long track storms across Africa. Homegrown storms. Every storm... The National Hurricane Center put out a new graphic, which I have to, I, I've got to get it added to my site. Um, every every hurricane that's been 150 mile an hour or plus, every every category four or five, every, every category five, which is four category five storms now, and every storm but one that was 150 miles an hour, which is high in category four, were only tropical storms three days out. You know, Ida last year, down here by Cuba and Florida, tropical storm ended up 150 mile an hour high in category four michael tropical storm category five you know andrew tropical storm category five camille same thing so these this la nina isn't everything is what i'm getting at because i, sh I can show you here you know uh storms that have made big impacts that didn't follow the el nino la nina that doesn't mean it's the la nina el nino is just telling you the amount of storms 
So you can't get too wrapped up in it. Last year, believe it or not, it was the third most active season ever last year. And everybody tells me, man, the season was dead last year. It was the third most active. We went all the way to the W's. But because we didn't have a lot of landfalling storms, it didn't seem like a big, busy year. So anyway, all right. So let's look at some future radar for today. Then we'll look at the long-range ensembles. Um, again, tropical wave out here doesn't look like it's doing anything, but it is the second tropical wave of the year. So, you know, we got Trinidad, Chibago fans and Southern Lesser Antilles that, uh, we'll probably get some rain in a couple days. This probably will end up over here, bringing up the juice again. Could bring up tropical moisture, you know, down the road. In fact, we can look at that. Let's, let's follow the moisture trail here of our second tropical wave. Let's see when that tropical juice ends up getting to us here in the states um so we go let's go what the heck uh we'll just go tropical atlantic here and take a looky tropical atlantic precipitate water all right so here's what we're gonna look at i haven't looked at it yet today oh man i fast forwarded too much in time all right so let's go back to today all right so here is what we're looking at this is our next tropical wave right here Let's take a look at when that tropical juice gets uh, gets going. So there's your juice line. All right, so it might reach um, southern Lesser Antilles by the end of the weekend, early week, and it doesn't really show much yet. We got a little frontal line. This is the end of the weekend. Second little front coming down. So it doesn't really show much, so. We do show a front down here. Look at this. Let's see this frontal line. This is the following weekend. This is Memorial Day weekend. Look at that. What's going on Memorial Day weekend? Let's take a look. Memorial Day weekend, May 28. All right. Well, there's a little frontal line. You can see it. And then we go to Euro. So we got a little frontal line coming down. Let's go through the week. Here's Memorial Day weekend. And there's a good little frontal line. This is uh, next Thursday. A little faster on the GFS, but look at that front makes its way all the way through the state. Possibly, that's a euro next Friday. We'll see. That could kickstart something in the tropics. Sometimes when you get um, a frontal line that makes its way and brings its little tail down, um, there's that frontal line next Friday. This is on the GFS. So we could have a little rain into the week next week. Frontal line, there it is. This is next Saturday, Sunday. So, so we're looking at you know good chance of a front making its way through um, next weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Euro definitely showing a little bit stronger um, frontal line in the next week. There's next. This is the Euro next weekend. This is next Thursday, and there's our frontal line. This is next Friday. So decent little shot. Storm Prediction Center, we got storms again today, scattered all across the U.S., boom, boom, boom. Tomorrow, boom. Sunday, boom. And, you know, we talk about this all the time. Uh, everything starts to lift up more and more and more as the season goes on, and these storms start end up being more northern storms. So the deep south, tornado season slowly slipping away, which is a good thing. This is uh, Sunday. Frontal line will be hanging out. A little bit of storm activity for the upper Gulf. Um, so anyway, all right. Hey Nancy, uh, GFS six five. Yeah, too far away. Hundred percent. Um, Elsie, Elsie, your daughter is getting married. First off, congratulations. Next Saturday. That would be a week from Saturday. Um, looks like it might push through. Uh, let's see. Yes, Mark, it was bad. It sucker blew up fast. Uh, Irma was, uh, yeah, Irma was 18. Um, Mike Andrews, Florida's West Coast time of the year. Well, you know, like Dennis and I talked about, there's nothing scientific saying that we're due, but we're due. Um, um, uh, Cleaner air, Derek West. I'm not sure what you mean, cleaner air. Maybe they're meaning less dust. 
let's talk about the dust real quick and then we'll talk about uh so you know there's always so much to talk about but this is like i said the, the this is a great map this is an animated map from my fox hurricane um you can see the dust coming in this is today thursday or today's friday uh this is always updated every other day it seems like but here's uh here's the dust this is through the weekend this is tonight look at that big old plume of dust invading that's uh stop <laughs> here's sunday look at that dust all the way to atlanta now listen last night i saw the sunset it might it was awesome it, it probably was a little dust in the atmosphere last night already um but but looking west at night these dust particles definitely enhance the sunrise and sunsets had people message me it messes up your allergies not good it also um does disrupt hurricanes middle atmosphere doesn't choke the rain it, does, it doesn't stop the rain that we're getting now it just it just helps prevent large-scale circulation in the middle atmosphere and uh that is great it doesn't affect lower level you know rainfall totals that much it's more of a middle level hurricane enforcer <laughs> uh let's see what was the days lingering down the atlantic chris Rod, that was uh dorian wasn't it So there's dust in the weekend and again i got another cool little article on the dust oh there's florence there's my cool little article in florence all right so florence oh man thing all right go away all right so there's florence all right so florence originally was expected to curve off the coast of africa came off at a higher uh latitude longer 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 longitude latitude oh my god Came off above 10 degrees. <laughs> Shelly made me a sheet seat. Sheet. I think I threw it away. I always get latitude and long, longitude messed up. <laughs> I'm a butcher of names. Um, but some of the phenomenon with Florence was it kept running into high pressure systems and it kept getting, it go north, boom, north, boom, north, boom. And, uh, you know, as you can see here, some of the early models, the majority of them had it curved. Some of them had it go west and that was all because of the high pressure system uh there was confusion on this high pressure system some thought the models were going to bounce it this way so the you know the possibilities and there's so many people writing florence off that it was going to be a recurve when it came off of the uh, african coast and it didn't so as i was talking about water temperatures this is 78 79 degrees uh not supposed to happen all this yellow air down here this is uh, dust dry air not dust so much dry air um, combination of dust same thing here this is your dust and sow map so Florence was surrounded by a lot of dust it was uh, over cooler waters it was uh, had a lot of dry air around the southwest and east pretty much and uh, had a lot of wind shear if you look at the wind shear maps at the same time stamp a lot of wind shear to the north but yet it grew to a category four hurricane in the middle Atlantic with all this against it. So sometimes storms make their own rules. <laughs> Changes in latitude. <laughs> uh, Alexa, play Changes in Latitude by Jimmy Buffett. Attitude. I have to hit stop because I can't. We can't have that broadcast. Alexa, stop! Dang it! Now I stopped yours too. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Uh, a little bit of stuff. Uh, let's look at the 20, uh, 48-hour radar coming ahead, and then uh, you know we don't have much more to say than that. Let's see. Uh, we got that intense heat yesterday. It was record heat. It's going up the east coast today. We got hundreds expected into the Carolinas soon. Uh, it's going to be hot yucky it's going to actually reach all the way to the northeast um tomorrow very warm uh air coming uh, let's see here we can look at um so let's take a look at the radar all right so here's the radar through the rest of the day now we got some more moisture surging up from the south 
This is later today. Very sporadic, though. You know, sometimes it doesn't rain at the same spot twice a day. Sometimes the atmosphere cools off, but we're showing another surge of moisture this afternoon down in South Florida. Um, what we're going to see with this, though, is it's going to tomorrow we're going to start to see it impact more of the panhandle in the upper gulf. Um, this is later this evening, more moisture. But watch what happens out here in the gulf. This is overnight, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Could have some storms still around uh, middle part, coastal parts. This is overnight tonight, 3, 4 in the morning. Uh, the HRR isn't really good for pinpointing a system like this, but it gives you an idea where the moisture is at in the atmosphere. Unfortunately, tomorrow morning, we could still have rains across central Florida tomorrow morning. Uh, this is all going to work its way upwards. Um, another rainy day across Florida tomorrow. And there's some of this now out in the Gulf. It's going to start reaching the upper Gulf to later tomorrow. Um, and, you know, it's going to be very sporadic. It's going to be very hard to predict when and where. But um, this juice here, in combination with the frontal line that's coming, it's really going to bring up the instability uh, later Saturday into Sunday. So it's one of them days, man. This is going to be a lot of moisture in the air uh, later the weekend for probably this half upwards. Um, Peninsula will have a break on Sunday. But Storm Prediction Center map, we're showing that you're getting storm chances uh, Sunday here because of that approaching frontal line. This is Sunday. And a little bit on Saturday. It's, it's going to be to your um, west, but this is our upper gulf. This is a combination of tropical wave juice combining with frontal line incoming. And uh, that'll be Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Good morning, Loretta Reed. You're welcome. So, hey, a lot of weather in an hour or 40 minutes. Uh, Tropical-wise, here's a cool map. Long range. We like to look at the 10-day ensemble map. The euro is king this time around. Seemed like the euro wasn't doing too hot last year, but it pretty much predicted that our... Tropical wave is going to keep trekking west. Remember, that happens a lot early season. You know, weak waves go west, and the lower these things are, the harder they get picked up by upper-level winds and pull upwards. So low-rider tropical waves have a hard time bending up. They usually just keep on pushing through the Central American and popping out on the Pacific side. But if we look at a uh, 10-day ensemble map, this goes out until May 30th, and really there's no areas that really stand out. You get an occasional ensemble spaghetti model here and there, but nothing that really stands out so yesterday's 12z for some reason it doesn't show up oh yesterday's 12z here's 12z yesterday same thing 10 day not not very 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 uh, low confidence we're gonna have anything which is good it can change of course pacific showing a lot more ensemble action typically they start before the atlantic side gfs ensembles 10 days just for giggles we'll take a look at it uh, we'll go out 10 days Seven days. Nothing really that stands out. You know, it's it's again showing 10 days. Maybe something coming here, which could be this wave. But we have to be careful. We've seen how it failed on the first tropical wave. But never know. That's 10 days out. Long way away. <laughs> tropical wave. All right. Well, hey, listen. It's the weekend. No blobs from World Day Weekend, Derek West says. I hope not. Um, hope not. Hope not. Hope not. Hope not. Hope not. Um, a couple things I opened the show yesterday. Don't forget, we got our cruise coming up. It's We already got like 12 cabins booked. It's a, incredible. We, we locked in 100. We, we, we actually deposited 100 cabins to lock in the price. So uh, very low deposit. Uh, the price is good till 90 days before the cruise. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. Um this year we're actually doing a that's that presentation that i have where i put the whole presentation together on the ship we actually have a convention center on the ship a ballroom on the ship and we're going to be doing a uh certificate training on 2023 hurricane preparedness so anybody you know that's in that weather world there you go we'll have a, a formal certificate that you can get uh, the company that we're working with uh, actually does this for medical industries, and it's called Continuing Education at Sea <laughs> University at Sea. Um, they specialize in uh, big, large functions that are themed, and uh, wow, awesome, right? 
but uh, it's fun. We got hotel information coming up. Uh, we're going to have a nice little spot there to Cape. Our brew crew members, uh, we are actually going to do a uh, special VIP party the day before the cruise. Uh, a lot of people in Florida follow our page. So we want to do something fun like this. So even if you're not on the cruise in March, we're, we want to have a meet and greet brew crew party uh, with band, VIP. Uh, there'll be a lot of fun. That's going to be March uh, 12th. So if you're a brew crew member, awesome. Thank you for subscribing to the page. A lot of perks. Take Check it out. And we are streaming live on uh, YouTube. We love YouTube. It's growing. Uh, got a nice meeting coming up with our universal roofing contracting family. I'm trying to click. I don't turn it down the volume here um, because now I'm streaming five things at once. But anyway, uh, we're going to do some fun stuff with the universal uh, roofing contracting here in Florida. Great company, veteran-owned, and uh, definitely if you need any roofing uh, repairs or done, roof, roof. Phil just got his new roof done here at home in Oldsmar, and they did a phenomenal job. They actually had a drone out there, and they were taking before pictures, after pictures, and uh, pretty cool stuff. Remember, so we're on Twitter, too. Don't forget, we're, podcast is growing. If you want to listen to the show, it's on there on the podcast. Uh, you can also check things out. We're streaming live on Twitter, and... Um, I do these little one-minute videos on TikTok and Instagram. So we've got a lot going on, a lot of fun stuff. So I'm going to reshare the um, Facebook uh, Live that we did with Dennis Phillips yesterday. It was really nice, uh, nice 30, 40-minute um, interview. Uh, so I'm going to restream that. Check it out. How about Denver? It was 80, in the upper 80s yesterday in Denver, right? And now they're getting snow. They have winter weather advisories. It was the latest snow I think probably on record for spots. Um, so they're getting, you know, foot plus of snow out here in Boulder, Denver, Colorado. Yesterday they were in the upper 80s. So you talk about weather extremes, upper 80s to foot of snow in a day. <laughs> that's, that's polarizing. There's our tropical wave really juicing up down there in the south. You can see it um, starting to show up very well here down south. Um, Anyway, all right. Woo! All right. So anyway, we will um, be back on. Oh, Sue's on the cruise. Awesome. Look at Bill with all his little emojis. Pirate. Oh, pirate shrimp music and beers. Sounds like a party. Donna McCarthy morning. Hey, Bill, just link that link. We got a, a wonderful lady. Yo, hell, you got to go, buddy. You and your wife. I'm telling you. Make up for that one you lost. A uh, lady name is Kim Shipley. Uh, she lives in our neighborhood, actually. She is, works at Sarah's school, which was great, Sarah Elementary School. And um, her travel company is top 20 in the country. And uh, total service, uh, she'll help you out. So. so anyway, that's it. We have softball tomorrow. Back to travel ball. Hopefully, uh, Eddie Seymour doesn't get rained out. Emily will be devastated. She's so excited to be able to um, get back to travel ball and play multiple games in a weekend so i'll be i'll be selfishly watching the weather tomorrow but that chance for rain still lingers tomorrow um not sure it's going to clear on out of here as you hear the the dogs are snoring let's take a look at some uh rainfall estimates here to florida for six hour precipitation we'll see all right so this is overnight Saturday. Yeah, see, Saturday going into tomorrow. And we still that's more afternoon stuff tomorrow. I think I think the I think this big surge is actually gonna be gone. This is rainfall through I mean, Sunday's a great day. Sunday for the Florida, maybe the Panhandle a little bit rain, but Sunday, very little rain. You're going to have your isolated stuff here and there, but Saturday's going to be hit or miss. I mean, I think a lot of this Saturday rain is more middle, uh, I said infield. <laughs> I'm thinking NASCAR, middle in, inland, not middle infield. Well, I, hey, that's Emily plays middle infield. 
Who would have thought? Infield. Softball, infield, uh, NASCAR. But your Saturday rains, uh, very deceiving here. Could be more, um, middle part of the state. But, let's go look at, uh, Oh, gosh. Let's look at anim Animated Radar one more time. Just to kind of really pinpoint what's going on here for Florida. This is your 24-hour. This is your simulated radar here throughout the day-to-day. -day. So later this evening, more storms. So we already talked about this. Later this evening, we're going to get more storms popping here south Florida uh, today. More inland storms. This is going to be more typical afternoon thunder showers. You know, tropical wave juices up the atmosphere daytime heating later this afternoon we can still see some uh normal style thunderstorms developing and more of a eastern bias here this afternoon uh overnight though we got another little chance here that some of these kind of linger around and we're going to start to see more chances this is overnight tonight so there's going to be some moisture down here in the gulf overnight tonight so tomorrow morning, 5 a.m., we could still see some stuff getting close to the coast. This is 5 a.m. tomorrow. And we'll just have to watch it. This is 8 a.m. You know, slowly works its way north. You know, there could be some pockets here, though, mid-morning. So tomorrow is really questionable. And then it pushes across the state through the afternoon. That's your typical afternoon thunderstorm. So it's going to be a really tricky forecast. Not only do you have, you know, your normal afternoon showers we got golf juice coming in possibly tomorrow too so it's gonna be a really tricky forecast tomorrow and who gets what um very very odd setup and then even sunday some of this could be lingering here so yeah I don't, man it's gonna be tough it's one of these weekends that radar is your friend because this this morning we had a lightning. Holy cow! I showed it, showed it, but uh, it wasn't even on the HRRR our um, lightning map. The the storms that was out in the um, Gulf because it happened pretty quick. Um, and you can see this this is pretty awesome. This is bubbling in from the. Um, I keep going back to the cruise page. Oh, this is bubbling in right here. You can see it really bubbling in out in the Gulf of Mexico. This little frontal line here not a frontal line but anyway so anyway dale <laughs> thanks buddy good luck to you too man all right well hey time to take the contacts out hey stephanie stokes um have a great weekend up there in the panhandle looks like your rainy day sunday john oh john holy cow all right, hey we'll do your deal monday buddy god i even look at this john I made me a note. <laughs> oh, all right. So we'll, we got we, we're gonna we're gonna start the week off Monday talking about the Forgotten Coast. Um, that's when we get the most amount of people. So, but I'll do it now. What the heck? We have a lot of people that watch this. Um, nah, we'll do it. Well, we'll do it now. Yeah, because we'll probably have more. I think. We have more people watching this uh, recorded now. But hey, we'll do it Monday too. Because <laughs> you might be bored today if it's raining, right? So, all right. So, John, he's from Apalachicola up there in the Bay, the, the Big Bend Bay. And uh, we got this link here, Forgotten Coast Like a Local. And he got me to watch a few of these things with Captain Finn. So, if you live in Florida, A, you got to watch it because it's a definitely Floridian-based uh, but B, if you're traveling to that part of the Forgotten Coast, they call it, the Big Bend area up there, uh, Upper Panhandle. Um, I thought of this when 70, then I saw John. Um, there you go. It's a great website. And uh, there's a local web series um, with all kinds of great videos on this. And uh, each one's, you know, two, three, four minutes. So I, you click on the YouTube channel and, and you'll see all of them come up. And uh, there you go, Florida's Forgotten Coast. And uh, it's it's awesome. It's fun. I, I saw the airplane one. Um, and uh, there you go. There's my the locals. So look at the episodes. Um, 
Where's the airplane one? This is the good one. This is the one I watch. This is the airplane one. That was a trailer for it. But I'll turn it up. But if you're going if you're going to uh, the panhandle, then this is awesome. Yeah. I, I gotta go to the airplane one. That was the episode. Let's see, there's there's the one. So it's got some comedy in it. I think John's in it, right? Uh, we stayed there over the end of the summer, Labor Day weekend. It was a beautiful city up there. A um, lot of fans. But this was a good episode because it flew, flew you around um, and saw the... Uh, and I, I remember driving over that bridge. If you live in that area, you've been on that bridge. This is, uh, this is so cool. It's reminiscent of if you live up in the upper part of the... Uh, um, Florida coastline there you'll, you'll get a funny perspective of everything to do um, I remember going across this bridge heading towards uh, Fred I drove up there during uh, tropical storm Fred but it's funny right John are you, are you timing in um, and it is a forgotten coast there, it, it, it's it's pretty cool too because the park down by the uh, the water um, they got the old cannons down there um, Great seafood restaurant. I think it's 100 years old. Um, so, yeah. So, there you go. Here's a bunch of episodes. Um, fishing. This is kind of funny. The trailer. <laughs> so, anyway, check it out. <laughs> it's a great place. I'm telling you. There's a lot of Airbnb rentals up there. Uh, we had a great time. Um, it's definitely Flor Florida. <laughs> Florida, Florida, Florida. My buddy, too, from uh, Scallops Cove just had a birthday. Tyler uh, saw his birthday, so um, we did our little meet and greet up there to their little bit uh, west of Apalachicola. Okay, let's take a look at Google Maps here. Uh, we'll pull up this area because I, I will say one thing that I felt guilty about, and it is kind of the Forgotten Coast, um, I really wasn't that up on that area and we have so many weather fans up in that area um and the best way to do it is uh, 9819 and uh, Appalachia Bay Perry everybody knows Perry right Perry is uh, that long stretch of highway on 19 where you and that's where our buddy, uh, believe it or not, Perry is where um, Andy Simmons hangs out a lot in this general area. And there's a there's a barbecue place. <laughs> the first gas station that you run into somewhere up here is famous for their food. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. But you go over here to Appalachia Bay, and then we got uh, all this awesome road. It's a beautiful highway, uh, 98, runs along the north part of Florida. Um, so many campgrounds. I couldn't believe there's so many campgrounds on, on, on the Gulf of Mexico in this area. Um, Paradise by Sea vacation rentals. There's that big long bridge here going into the city there. That's, that's where we just saw from the airplane. There's that bridge we just saw. There it is. Um, downtown. In fact, here's a restaurant. I think it's probably going to market because I, I ate there one time. Uh, there it is, Apalachicola Seafood Grill. That's where we had lunch. <laughs> there it is. Google. Google is amazing. There it is. <laughs> so, Emily, so my kid, like, you know, if it's not Chick-fil-A, Emily and Sarah are, are um, they don't want to eat anywhere, right? So we, we pulled in here, and uh, Emily's talked about this place now forever because the cheeseburger was kind of burnt a little bit because they used a real grill. And she's like, that food was so good. Can we go back? Can we go back? Because <laughs> she had her first experience of some real, real cooking food. That was a couple, you know, a couple funny stories there. But a lot of this, a lot of this area with um, Hurricane Fred was uh, had some power down, power trees down. But yeah, there it is. That's where Apalachicola is. Look at that right there. Zoom out of Florida. There's Port St. Joe, Panama City. So, you know, unfortunately. Um, you know, Michael went that way and uh, a lot of this area remembers all too well Hurricane Michael. Um, we have a lot of fans up there. But anyway, back to that. Uh, it's very entertaining. Like I said, I've watched two or three of them now. 
So give them a, give them a like. It's right here for, for Forgotten Coast, like a local. You'll get a kick out of it. It's got some comedy and uh, definitely learn a lot about Florida and that area from a different perspective. Um, there's a list of episodes, museums, fishing, nightlife. So there you go, lighthouse. There, you know what? There's there's lighthouses up there too. So people love lighthouses. I'm not sure what it is about lighthouses and trains and trucks. Now I'm sounding like a, a David Allen Coe song. It wouldn't be a country music song without trains, mama, <laughs> prison. <laughs> Hey, Judy says, Appalachian Sufi Grill is delicious. It was delicious. Oh, God, I think I had hush puppies. Man, I'm getting so hungry. <sighs> Oysters. Joel Harrison says, Oysters. Uh, David, not raining in Orlando yet. It's kind of coming, buddy. It's uh, inching its way up there. It's, it's going to be hit or miss today. It's kind of fizzling out of here across the state a little bit. Um, I think it lost some of its punch. Let's take a looky here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, you know, we're starting to lose some of that big punch that it had. But there is going to be another line developing south Florida today once daytime heating. Yeah, it actually might not even make Orlando this this first batch. Um, later in the afternoon, though, it's it's coming. This area is supposed to start popping later this afternoon. So, uh, middle state of Florida today over to uh, the east coast. Um, it's coming. Just got to be patient. <laughs> I picked a bad day to uh, not want to eat. I got to slow down. God, there's so much good food in the world, man. It's harder to lose weight. All right, anything else we could talk about? It was fun. Um, we'll talk about that again, John. I promise I'll bring it up. But it's a rainy day, and people love watching shows on YouTube. That's for sure. On the big TVs. So we got big winter out west. Not a lot cooking. We got some storms today up there in uh, Pennsylvania again. Northern storms. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Look at long range. Here we go. Day three, day seven. We got excessive heat still southern Texas and the east coast. This is on 522. So Saturday, Sunday. Hot. There's your heavy rain, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately. A lot of people want the rain. So there's your rain on Sunday we talked a lot about. This is your uh, incoming line and tropical juice coming up. So there's your heavy rain, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. Uh, this is predicted for Sunday, heavy rain. And if you're wondering why, we got a frontal line coming down and leftover tropical juice pulling up from the Gulf of Mexico. So could be a little bit of storm storms with it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daytona, Ed, it looks like uh, Daytona's definitely got storms brewing that's going to be heading over to the East Coast later today and tomorrow. But, man, it's just, it's it's not a pattern of consistency because we're dealing with um, uh, energy from the South. So it's not like anything defined. It's going to be kind of hit or miss on timing. I don't think um, – I do know the daytime heating is supposed to kick in later today and spread East a little bit. So later tonight might be better for the Florida – coast west coast with another round maybe in the morning sunday looks great um let me take a look at the lighthouse real quick port st joe has a lighthouse too let's find it let's find the uh oh jalapeno goat cheese oh god <laughs> hey shelly look at this oh my gosh oh my gosh I don't want to talk about this one. Jalapeno goat cheese bacon wrapped shrimp. Oh, man. Oh, God. I'm dying over here. What are you doing to me, John? Jalapeno goat cheese bacon wrapped shrimp. Oh, man. I could tear some of that up right now. All right, I want to look for lighthouses instead. <laughs> that looks so dang good, man. <laughs> oh man i think it was five wasn't it lighthouses all right this is the trailer one all right let's take a look at the lighthouse there it is 
<laughs> I love lighthouses. But it's a good little series. Anyway, all right. I want some goat cheese shrimp. Oh, look at that lighthouse. What is it about lighthouses and trains and uh, all that stuff, man? It's so cool. We have one up here in Ancloat, uh off of the um, Three Ricker Island, just north of Three Ricker, and there's Ancloat. It's got a little lighthouse on it. A lot of history, too, believe it or not. It's fascinating, you know, back in the day before satellites and GPSs and all that good stuff. I mean, these lighthouses were all the all the uh, ships had. That's how they knew that the coastline was near. That was their navigation. Stars, too. Do you know the North Star never moves? That's the most crazy phenomenon in the world. The North Star never moves. So ship, ships use the North Star as their guide uh, back in the day uh, on a clear night. Um, if you didn't have... Um, if you didn't have um, clear skies, you could be in trouble. All right, well, that's cool beans. Um, we uh, appreciate everybody tuning in today. Have a great weekend, for sure. Um, and uh, just have to watch that radar today. It's going to be hit or, hit or miss throughout the day, for sure. Uh, should be another round developing, it looks like. Uh, this afternoon. So the storms now are heading up to Pasco County north. Yucky. All right. Well, hey, we'll be live Monday. As always, thanks so much for uh, tuning in and uh, checking us out here on the internet. We will be back Monday. Tropics are quiet, so that's good news, right? We're nearing uh, the official start of the season. June 1st. <laughs> All right. Be good, everybody. Have a great day. See you. Bye.